And as a storm rages outside, knocking wind and rain into the windows, a power that has never been seen before, except for, like, in other times when there was a a normal but high-winded rainstorm, (laughs) a podcast every year, every other month, really, a podcast comes out of the ether and into your ear. Yeah, it's so it's super. Yeah, sorry, I, my throat is all scratchy now because I did the voice. Yeah. The God dang storm outside is being a gosh dang storm, dude. I mean, I, I haven't really experienced much of it. I don't feel like a little bit of wind, a little bit of rain. Sure. I was outside like two hours ago. <laughs> I don't believe you. You're on vacation. Yeah, yeah, I went to I went to get lunch up the road. Oh my God, what did you get? Subway. Eat fresh? Yeah, eat, eat, eat fresh, dude. I Got will never some, eat what? Subway ever again. What did, what, did, oh. what, did, what did you get from the Subway? Okay, so I got, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pleb. Uh-huh. I got a, a foot-long Italian herbs and cheese. Of course, have to. With tuna with American. Mm, mm-hmm. Do you get it melted? No, absolutely not. That's what hot and f- weird. Oh yeah, hot tuna is. Bad. I mean, I that's guess true. that's a tuna melt, right? That's a tuna melt. Yeah, I but guess. a subway tuna melt melt just doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, that doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Lettuce, green peppers, cucumbers, salt, pepper, mayo, baby. Wow, you had so many options though. Why subway? Eat fresh. Uh, because it's the closest thing that's fast. That makes a lot of no. Yeah, I um, I one time ate subway every day for a year. Oh, that's terrible. It wasn't for some sort of like lose weight proposition. In fact, I was gaining weight at a rapid pace at the yeah, time. Did Jared not sell it to you? No, he's a terrible pedophile. But That's uh, true, and, yes. and to be fair, though, it was not the subway that was making me gain weight. Was it the cookie that you got? No, it was the vodka. And oh, it's uh, the, oh yes, the vodka. Right, that was probably doing it. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the very long straw, perhaps multiple football fields long straw that I had going from a hotel hotel room down to the hotel kitchen right into mm. the kettle one bottles yeah <laughs> kettle one and gray goose <laughs> and uh well yes that is when i fell out of love with gray goose i figured it to be uh weird syrupy bullshit and i was really? like really oh yeah don't like it uh but, interesting listen, if, when you drink vodka for a year and a half uh, every day pretty much open your eyes and you're just like vodka time you <laughs> you learn a lot about vodka as well as subway eat fresh and so i, I had subway every day literally uh, six days a week so not no, every day. i'm exaggerating I, six days I, a week for a year i hate that th- i hate the thought of that that's i have never gone terrible back, and i never will I mean, that makes sense. I get it maybe, I don't know, twice a month, maybe, like as like an offshoot, like lunch if I'm working from home, it's so close. I'm sure there are people like, but Ryan, why? (laughs) Why would you do that? It's so (laughs) different. Yeah, no, it was uh, right next to the place that we were working. We were working 12-hour days for that period of time, and... Uh, nobody had an imagination and I was so young that I just didn't have the wherewithal to be like, guys, maybe we go to a deli. <laughs> You're in New York, right? Yeah. And then yeah, like a year in, I was like so much food in New York. I don't understand guys, the subway decision. Maybe we go to a deli. And then we started going to this deli and it was so much better. J- just like, you know, the Manhattan deli. <laughs> Not well, the, it was the New York deli. 
Right. We weren't in Manhattan. We were on Long Island. Oh, yeah. That's right. You were on Long Island. But that's right. yes. Anyway, how's your vacation going? What have you been you doing? You know, it's it's a vacation. I actually had to log into work today for about three and a half hours, which was Ew. pretty chill. Gross. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going through a conversion. We're looking at some vendors for some products. There and, is no um, sentence that makes know. me go to sleep faster than know, we are right? going through a conversion. Dude, uh, yeah. Oh, n- it was the longest thing in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been doing that. If anyone doesn't know, I work in digital banking. Sick. So just put that on in your. Yep. Just put that on <laughs> as a filter of your life. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. I, I I enjoy what I do. If people from my work listen to this. It's not bad. No, no, no. I enjoy what I do. Um, in, in my space, I don't like retail banking. I found that very boring. Sure. But. Um, it's different now. It's very different. You be playing video games, dog? Yeah, I've, I've been playing, you know, just before we started here, I was playing a little bit of God of War and I lost my save. So that's pretty mm. psyched mm-hmm. about that one. Um, nice. Game um, of War Ragnarok. I will play it one day when it comes out on the game PC. Game of War? Yeah. God of War? No, I know what I said. Okay. You should okay. play it. Did you I play the first one? Uh, no. Just <laughs> no. God of, it's on PC and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. See, you played Assassin's Creed Valhalla ah. and really loved that, right? Yeah. So the God of War was like the game that Assassin's Creed Valhalla borrowed a lot of stuff from. Sure, I bet. Like. Listen, I am a I'm not an Assassin's Creed apologist, although I am a completionist. And so yes. like I, while I'm playing them, I understand why and how they are bad. I We'll play them till the very end, though. I, I will always do it, no matter Valhalla what. Valhalla was good. Um, oh, I played. I have. I didn't so finish good. it. I'm not a completionist like you, but I, th- what I did play of it, I really liked. It's got a lot of great reviews. I know a lot of people who love it. Oh yeah, I took off work and I oh, played yes. until I beat it, and then they were like, "We're adding more things," and I was like, "How dare!" Oh, there's you? so much now. There's yeah. so much. I will never go back. I yeah, only no, beat the stuff that is originally <laughs> brought to my bedside as I. Yeah as I am a Viking that moves to England. Mm. But like Mm. these days, you know, late November, 2022, everybody's playing like ride the dragon dick world of Warcraft at the moment. So like all Mm. my gaming friends who would be playing like overwatch or doing that at them. And, uh, but also I really haven't been playing a whole lot of video games this week because my, um, ankle is dust. Oh no. My ankle. Well, it's like, it's titanium and dust. Yeah. (laughs) Do you need a resurgery? Oh God, probably. Or no, you need to do physical therapy. Yes, I do. I, I so I rolled my ankle. I my right ankle I broke very badly, and it, when I was in college, it was like backwards. So that's exploded. bad. Right? It exploded. It exploded. Your ankle. <laughs> uh, and we can just pretend I did it like fighting a bear and not how it actually happened, which is playing dodgeball. So <laughs> I, I caught the ball. By the, the way, bros- the other. The bros love that, though. The bros love that. I caught the ball. <laughs> the other guy was out, but my ankle and uh, the rest of my life l- walking was destroyed. So, you know, <laughs> does that equal out? I'd say yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, every now and again, especially when it gets colder, it becomes uh, painful, a dull, throbbing pain that is constant. <sighs> I can't imagine. But last weekend, I rolled it very badly, and all the titanium was like, we're trying down here, Ryan! (laughs) Put more coals on the fire! Like, (laughs) it's like a goddamn old steam train down there just trying to keep up. 
just everyone everyone's got like you know dirty coal faces and they're like god and just wiping the sweat away and it doesn't go away just sweating forever yeah they've been working (laughs) overtime for 15 years and i still limp everywhere that i go at all Uh, times anyway the point is i was like oh my god that really hurts so i took like three four days off of walking you know i just kind of uh hobbled around everywhere and then (laughs) the weekend came up and our boy jamie james of the hbo boys was uh home so we were like let's go play some disc golf and i was like Mm. i shouldn't because of my dust ankle and then i did anyway because i'm a dingus and i rolled it again while playing that and i woke up the next day and my ankle uh if it had a voice it had been like we're done you and me do you have high top shoes that you wear when you go i don't even remember I used to have high top shoes, but I'm done with them. Well, I should be. Well, well that's ankle <laughs> I, support. <laughs> I listen, yes. I got rid of them because I was like, I'm coddling my ankle too much. It needs yep. to know the the scent of a woman, the wind on its brow. <laughs> is, that, is that what it needs? <laughs> no, what it needs is for me to stop fucking rolling it like a dink. Yeah. So anyway, I have been in an immense amount of pain for the <sighs> last three days. I, I'm just getting back to normal now, although I'm still like uh fan dangling around yeah. and so are, I are you been... an are you an advil aleve or excedrin boy oh i am a cvs generic brand 500 <laughs> milligram acetaminophen kind of guy yeah, okay fair enough and when that doesn't work i go pop an ibuprofen like i did about 10 minutes ago so i could sure. get up and do this podcast sure uh, 250 milli i ain't going crazy over here no 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 that's pretty like that's like a single pill it is that's what it exactly that's half is. a dose <laughs> that's a that's a yeah right exactly we're talking about drugs now baby you're just you're just taking the edge off because you still yeah. want to tell your ankle who's boss right let it know <laughs> that i'm the captain now and but it hurts a little bit <laughs> my ankle's like you're not tom hanks you're also not the pirates who took over tom hanks's ship you're not. You're honestly the ocean, and it's polluted, and you need to go get some help. <laughs> and and you also are not walking right now, so right. While Sam is like, you should go get physical therapy, and I'm like, shut up. I know. <laughs> Good point, though. <laughs> and Too funny. anyway, when I was watching White Lotus to give you some context, I was mm. in terrible pain. Oh I was, no. I was just like watching on the new TV we got in the living room. Sure. But like trying to just shut out the fact that my ankle was radiating. Yeah. And uh, not easy. No, but it was a decent episode. A lot of stuff. Sure. uh, But I don't know if a lot of stuff happened, but like there was some resolution that has entered and to new drama and then an ending that was i was like oh shit yeah yeah same i i watched it with my girlfriend and and same we looked at each other like (gasps) right for the kind of the first time this season yeah a thing happened where i was truly surprised i was surprised yeah that was a twisty twist didn't see that get it shut up anyway (laughs) (laughs) let's break this episode down by groups of characters this week we shall start with ethan harper cameron and daphne i think who is becoming uh quickly my favorite character on the show i I, I don't know why i just (laughs) like her because same feeling she's so optimistic all the time yeah she just is so above everything that's happening just like let's chill more dude yeah Let's go rent out a uh, a mansion in Noto. Yeah, I want to go to Noto. Night. Noto, no mo. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> so Ethan finds the opened condom wrapper that Harper had left that she found in the sofa. So he's like, I'm done lying. <laughs> Um, except for not really. He kind of like half told the truth. And she was like, again, you're not telling that. Anyway, he confessed that they, him and Cameron, that is met two Italian sex workers. We know them. We love them. Mia and Lucia. Oh, yeah. And the one of them tried to like kiss me, but like I pushed her away. And and you were calling, but I did not pick up because I was busy smoking (laughs) on the floor. Just rethinking my entire life. But what's interesting about this scene is he's explaining this to Harper and he is telling it in such a way where it seems like he's lying. But everything he said was 100 percent true. When he came clean, everything was 100 percent true. And I looked at my girlfriend again and I said, it's crazy that he's telling the truth. You would never think if you are coming in on this episode for for the first time. Yeah, I don't think it's that crazy. I I think it it, I mean, he was caught condom handed and, you know, he ends the story of the uh, most of the truth at the very least, because he says Cameron had a a sexual intercourse with uh, Lucia, as well as the fact that they did Molly, which weirdly enough, that was where Harper was like, what? Wait, you did Molly? Yeah, we kind of popped off. Was she at least good? (laughs) Nice. I do see what you did, and I liked it very much. Thank you. So... Yeah, she Harper was like, what were you doing when Cameron was getting intimate with the women? And uh, he was like, I was just hanging out. But Harper doesn't fully believe him, you know, because she's been <laughs> lied to for the first sure. time, it seems, in this relationship. Sure. Yeah. So her imagination is currently running wild and haunting her every second. And at this point, I start to feel bad for Ethan as Harper goes through her transition through this entire episode of her uh, personality change. She's starting to adapt um, uh, into a similar mindset of Cameron and Lady Cameron. I forget her name. Daphne. Daphne. Thank you. You're Um, welcome. And so, like, Ethan is now becoming the outcast. It's flipping it, uh, which I thought was interesting as you're watching through it. You see, like, long shots of Ethan, like, holding his head, just, like, feeling really depressed about or, or not depressed, maybe frustrated at the whole situation. And. Um, yeah, it's just an interesting dynamic. Good. Ethan sucks, and I don't like him. I like that <laughs> Do you he, not like, like him, or do you not like his character? <laughs> I don't like the actor, if I'm being uh, honest. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I think if that character was being played by, like, Jesse Eisenberg or Michael Sarah, both of which are the same person, like, if that was that person... <laughs> Uh, just uh, maybe any other actor i i don't know i i just i'm getting nothing from that guy and to see harper actually become interesting outside of the fact that she was going to be so good for him today when she was being rejected over and over again which made me feel bad for her so like her clawing any power back after being lied to and still thinking that she's being lied to i don't think i'm on anybody's side in this situation it's i wanted to say complicated it's not it's not Mm. that complicated but the lying is making it hard for anyone to understand what they should be doing and ethan is sad fine good i I don't like good (laughs) good They go to a vineyard and Harper is just like pointing at the man pouring the wine and being like, more, more, more. Don't stop. That made me laugh. 
Now, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> it's exactly what I want to do at every wine tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that kind of looked a little bit like our group of friends where we were just drinking wine and maybe one or two of us like, hmm, this has great tannins. But the other ones are like, just keep filling it up. Yeah, bring the <laughs> bottle. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. The point of drinking is getting drunk. If you think it's something else, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a little loose. Yeah. Just loosening up a little bit. I like bit. the taste. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I to be fair, I do like the taste I of I do wine. too, but that's not it. That, that's that not ain't where it. I'm going. Mm, this tastes like grapes. And yeah, I'm... It tastes like fermented grapes. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> so she is just consuming her fair share of wine, and she is in a very special mood. So yeah. she starts <laughs> pinging the group with questions. Amazing. Such as... Have y'all had threesomes? Basically, sexual questions that are pointed at the group, but mainly pointed at Ethan and Cameron. Cameron, who she now knows definitely cheated on Daphne, like she said he would when they were gone. And Ethan, who she believes is currently lying. So she's trying to make it uncomfortable. And as always, in this group of people, not her specifically, but in this group of people succeeding. Yeah. Now, do you think that's like a power move by her? Or like, because it seems like that's a personality trait of someone that i would loathe Mm. like just it purposefully trying to make it uncomfortable yeah i don't know it just it it kind of irked me a little bit like not not aubrey plaza playing this character but just the situation in general like if it were a real situation i'd be like i don't like that person no me i wouldn't want that to be happening at a thing where i was trying to have fun yeah but also i don't think (laughs) i would be within the context of what they are touche yeah yeah like and all of this makes ethan kind of get aggy and <laughs> Aggie and start to prod Cameron being like, well, I am smarter than you. And you always try oh, to take the things that yeah. I have because I you are again, clawing back power. Like this is all power struggle. Every one of these relationships, at which point Cameron was like, oh, what, <laughs> what? I'm going to fuck your wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That where he was like touching at her leg and like making her stutter when she was talking mm. and like really long sexual glances. Yeah. And I think a part of it is that one Cameron can't help himself, but right. two, he knows she knows. Oh yeah. So getting her to do something with him would then again, equal the power level of both of them. Like, Harper can tell Daphne, but now Cameron could tell Ethan if he got Harper to sleep with him. So, like, it is, and I don't know if he's doing that purposely, but I think he's just, like, gaslit people for so long and manipulated people for his entire life that maybe it's just a gear he goes into. For everything. (laughs) Naturally, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think Ethan's going to end up giving him his money if one of them don't die. Yeah. I think that if this plays out how I'm envisioning it, Cameron will indeed succeed in like blackmailing him, I guess, into giving him money. I think the end of this, because there's only two episodes left. Wow. Uh, I, I think the ending, Cameron will actually get him. And I think it's going to be one of those really like somber endings, like season one, where the ending that actually happened was like not what the audience wanted. <laughs> no, no. There's yeah. no way that the ending is going to be like 100% that everybody in the audience is like, 
Good. Saw that coming. We, we like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not. Not the way this is going. There's a lot of weird shit happening. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Lucia is also tired of their shit, by the way. She goes and talks to Cameron at one point being like, yo, I still need my money. And he is still reluctant to pay, says he needs to go to a bank. It's very obvious that he is having money problems. And that is being, you know, laminated over by Ethan being like, and by the way, I'm richer than you now. I know that because you need my help. (laughs) Right, exactly. They continue their conversation about sexual partners. Harper says that she had a threesome in college. At this point is when Cameron puts his hand on her leg during dinner, which is crazy, insane. Yeah, crazy. Nobody recognized that happening. Like, I don't like pretend you're sitting at dinner, right? And your best friend and their significant other is to your right. And your best friend touches your significance other leg. Oh, do you think you'd not see that? Like, yeah, well, I don't know. T- I don't know. I guess it depends on, uh, you know, the angle and trajectory of the visuals that I yeah, have of the leg. You're you know? right. What is this heat seeking <laughs> missile of a hand? Where did it come from? What was its point of entry? <laughs> Coming in real hot, you know? Yeah. Coming in yeah. real hot. She real pushes hot. his hand away. But that doesn't matter. Like she, she, she wasn't like, it. get the fuck off me. Like she, she could have said out loud to start some beef with the entire table being like, Cameron, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't do that. She's just like, or, not, not now. Or like just giving him a look like what the hell, like a, a stern look, not a flirtatious, make me stutter my words because I want you in me. Look. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Later in the episode, Harper goes outside to have a cigarette and she talks to Daphne. She tells Daphne that Cameron had sex with a hooker last night. Also, Harper, you should get like a trainer indicating that Daphne has also cheated on Cameron in the past. So maybe Cameron's right. Everybody does it except you're not really just in this relationship, apparently. Yeah. Now I'm going to stop right there for a second because this was a scene that I watched it for the first time and then I had to rewatch it again because something caught my eye. She said, you got to get a trainer. She was like, hold on. You want to see a picture of my trainer? And she Mm. shows him her kids. Yep. Or she shows Harper her kids. Yeah. And she said, oh, those are your kids. Oh, sorry. And then doesn't show a picture of the trainer. I think Daphne's going to say you should have a child so you can lock him down. And now you can't like nothing can happen. Like you will get paid because you're he's wealthy and you're the mom. Even if you split up, I think that that was a very intentional show of the child because she did say oh he's got big bright blue eyes and the first thing I noticed was her kid had incredibly blue eyes like Paul Hollywood blue eyes Ooh, I know. maybe we'll get Star Baker in the Paul Hollywood I would love for her to get Star Baker with a bun in that fucking oven shit I know just brought a full circle anyway but yeah that, uh, did you get that from that or no no I got that I think the trainer is like an imaginary dude I don't think he's real I think it's something that Daphne has said to other people when Cameron's infidelity has come up in the past. I think she has made up this trainer to make herself feel like less of a victim. Although that feeling is whatever she wants. Like she can have that feeling, but it's it it, it is the case that she is actively the victim of a diagnosed psychopath narcissist that Cameron is. So whatever she has to do to make herself feel better 
she does i don't know like maybe she just didn't scroll to the fake picture of a trainer that she had or maybe she said that and then showed the picture of the kid and was like well those two things don't make sense but we're gonna go with it i i honestly think it was symbolism for like when she said trainer she means have a kid without saying have a kid with ethan also the kids were, were blonde so blonde, it's possible blue-eyed, very bright blue eyes it may be that the kids are the trainers who actually That's, does exist mm, who mm. knows oh mm. oh maybe maybe that dude i th- i still think it's some weird symbolism i think this show is out there enough to make it cut it, it's a little bit of a stretch but the way that conversation went down i, I encourage you to rewatch it just to with that in your brain and i think it might sway what how you perceive it nah anyway right lucia albie and dominic (laughs) albie was shocked just shocked to find out that lucia was a sex worker he was a little hurt on the inside because he (laughs) which is crazy yeah he thought he pulled her yeah he's so dumb (laughs) is what he is so he thought lucia was genuinely interested him but now the events of the night were obviously just reduced to a transaction she is asking for money he is like gosh diggity two grand that's a bunch i must go to the bank uh so this makes the fact that portia didn't come and see him even worse but lucia at the end of this is like no but i do think you're cool yeah i want to hang out hang out with you tonight and you don't even have to pay for it it's gonna be a bummer because my pimp is gonna be real mad at me at which point i was like i think this pimp is fake and she's just making it up but later we will find out that that is not the case yeah that's that's a real thing dominic and bert do I don't even want to get into what they do this episode because it's it's just like the same thing over and over yeah, again. Yeah, they're very repetitive. They just kind of keep seeing Lucia and Albie being like, "Ha that's crazy. You had sex with Eskimo brothers, you and your son." <laughs> Eskimo brothers. And then Albie sort of falling into the white knight syndrome where they are walking through the streets. Lucia sees, uh, I don't know what what other word for pimp should we use? <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, it's, um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's like, <laughs> it's, there's, pimp. it's her pimp. Yeah. So yeah. he is like, give me the goddamn money. Probably the money that is owed to her by Cameron. And he gets physical with her, at which point Albie takes like one tiny step forward, but not really. He also learns that night that Lucia is owed money by Cameron, a person that he has never met. So that will probably come to a head at some point. I know. More and more, I'm thinking that Albie might be one of the people that die at the hands of Cameron. Mm. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe both you of them know. die at the same time. They both like are choking each other and both fall off the cliff. Right, from, like Albie's trying island. to to come to Lucia's rescue because Cameron maybe gets a little physical with her and he kills him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and then goes mm. to jail forever. Right, in an Italian prison, which I don't know if it's any worse or better. Probably better. If I'm <laughs> probably if, better, if I, I'm just guessing. <laughs> okay, but. there's just a lot of spaghetti. Yeah, I don't. Well, I think we're getting. I don't. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) at the end of this, Dom and Bert have a conversation that was basically cats in the cradle. Like if like Harry Chapin's cats in the cradle, like I grew up just like him (laughs) in a cat in the cradle. And so get it, James Hetfield, (laughs) James, yeah, James Hetfield doing cats in the cradle. Dom walks on the beach and is just like, I think I've done my life wrong. And that was the end of their shit. Yeah. (laughs) 
well, I took after you, but you took after your father. Like, dude, I was like, oh my God. What, what does no one have common sense to just chill out? Little Bob Black was the man in the moon. When uh, you're coming home, the cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Turn the page. Anyway. Bob Seeger. Oh, Metallica yeah. did a version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it got muddy at the end there. <laughs> and now we port over to Tanya, Quentin, and Jack, plus the people who are gone to Palermo. Palermo. They're going for two nights, packing for fun, bringing glamorous outfits on a new and improved adventure. Who is Greg? Is he ever coming back? Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, right. He's two episodes left. But this this sequence with the Palermo, Palermo, Palomo, Palermo. It is Palermo. Yeah. You're okay. thinking of Paloma the drink. Wait, no. Isn't that what it is? Paloma? That is a drink, but it's not that. <laughs> it's uh, Palermo, baby. All right. Well, anyway, so on their venture here, the more and more Tanya's sequence in this episode played out, the more and more I don't trust the gay men. Dinner for schmucks. Yes. Yep. Dude, y- that's what that I was way. thinking of. Yes. Can you d- describe the plot of uh, Dinner for Smucks to the audience if they don't know it? Yeah, for sure. Incredibly wealthy people seek out people who are less intelligent or super strange or very artsy, very weird, that don't conform to society. And yep. they literally bring them to dinner so the other rich people could make fun of them and they not realize it it stars steve carell it's actually very good i liked dinner for schmucks i don't know i thought it was a good movie it's a good movie it's very sad i think it's based off of a uh a french story and it feels more and more like that as like tanya looks over at a person that she asks quentin if she's like the queen of palermo and he's like of palermo and he's like oh god "Uh, yeah sure and she's like, oh, yes. oh. hello, Queen. Wait. Hello, Queen of Palermo. I don't know. I'm doing Marge Simpson for some fucking reason. <laughs> you anyway. did sound like Marge Simpson. <laughs> I can't do Homie. voices. Homie. Oh, pretty good. You do a pretty good Marge. Pretty good. Hey, pretty Wait, good. do it again. Homie. Nope, I've lost it. Nope, no, you lost it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Such uh, a well, flash we'll in the clip pan. forever. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's comforting so yes tanya quentin and the men go out to a opera they cry it is less dinner for schmucks at the end of said opera because like quentin and tanya are both crying and holding hands so it's hard to it's hard to put your finger on exactly what's happening there but the fact that that idea came up to both of us is not a coincidence that had to have either it's a red herring or it's true and Honestly, I hope it's true for dramatic effect, but not mm. so much for Tanya's well-being and mental state. I, I hope it's true, but then it resolves itself where she becomes aware and she gets herself out of that situation. Because I, I like Tanya's character. She's the recurring character from the first season. She's the comedic relief. But like, I feel bad if that truly is indeed what it is, because you start off with these guys and you like them. They're very likable. Um, they're fun and interesting 
interesting to watch and listen to talk on screen and then for it to flip. But then again, I, you know, I, I guess you can uh, assume that's going to happen in a show like this. And I hope Tanya comes out on top no matter what. In fact, Same. I hope it is it improves her life for the better being like everyone's taking advantage of me. People are making fun of me. Greg is doing some weird nefarious shit. I need to just like strewn this shit to the side, go back to Maui and start that spa with for poor people. Yes, she did reference that. That's right. She she referenced that in this episode, which I was like, oh, yay. But that's never going to happen. No, that makes me just <laughs> sad, honestly. While this is all happening, Jack and Portia are out on the town. They go and get some food and then they dine and ditch. He says it's because he forgot his wallet, but Asshole. it is giving some Cameron-esque no money vibes. Oh, yeah. That uh, I, I didn't see coming in this storyline but perhaps they're trying to steal from Tanya because they think she's stupid. Who knows? Right, right. And she has, what, $500 million? In the bank. Crazy. So they all end up back at the house. Quentin and Tanya have a very deep, good conversation, just like writing-wise, about love. Quentin tells her about uh, the cowboy that he fell in love with in his early 20s. It will be awful if that ends up being a fake story. I would hate that. Yeah, but a piece of me feels like it might be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. Everything with these guys is a facade to me until the story resolves itself. (laughs) Yes. Because it is said earlier in the episode that he, Quentin, that is, has to pay a lot of taxes on this home and that the city of Palermo was like, open it to the public and it will be cheaper to be here. And he's like, no, I will oh, not. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know how much money that is, but I bet it's more than he has. Oh, my God. I bet you that. I mean, I think of like taxes here and it's so expensive here. I can't imagine what Italy would be. Portia goes into her room while Jack says he has to go do something. And then Tanya struggles to fall asleep. Tanya wakes up, walks around, hears a noise, goes towards it, and then peeks in through a door and is not seen, but witnesses Jack having sex with Quentin. So... His uncle. Yes, so this brings Man, up a lot of questions. real House of Dragon vibes. House of Dragones vibes, right. <laughs> so, a lot of questions. Number one, is Jack really Quentin's nephew? Or is he just like a hired fuckboy? Uh, could be, yeah, it could be all part of the plan. If he is his nephew... Oof. Then that's incest. Yeah. And... That that's weird. How why is that happening? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, although we we did not see it, Dong watch another hit. Another mm-hmm. hit on the Dong Watch. Another hit. We got to keep track of them. Um, it was a good blend this episode of Dong uh, of, of Dong to female, female to male. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of visuals happening. So for people who are keeping track of that, okay, that's yeah. us. But super weird and very unexpected way to end this episode. This truly was a curveball to me. If he's a hired gun, is his job to woo Portia? Like, what's he just picked up recently? Because that guy saw Portia with Tanya is like, so is his job to bang Quentin and woo Portia or is this an actual situation where he's Quentin's nephew? Oh, yeah. He 
understands that they are in need of money and also he does some incest on the side because Quentin <laughs> wants him to and maybe he wants to who knows it, I don't, it, sound, it's weird. it sounds more more real to the story that he is part of the plan of whatever this plan is to potentially maybe take advantage of Tanya and and because Portia is kind of she comes she's baggage with with Tanya she she's part of her you know party I guess it could be like collateral damage like just trying to suppress the crying eyes I guess of Portia to what's going on and kind of distract her yeah a little bit of a theory for you perhaps Jack is not Quentin's nephew yeah he is a hired sex worker who by design is keeping Portia busy while Quentin wins Tanya's trust and perhaps they were all hired by Greg to get her money. Oh shit. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even think of that because they only came on. Oh no, no, they were there when Greg was there. She, he like made a motion to her but she didn't interact with them. Well, we still don't know who was on the phone with Greg. Right. We just know that he had to leave for this plan to even start to work, right? Oh, interesting. I like that theory. That's cool. That's just cool from a story perspective. It's like so that means that that Greg is either secretly homosexual and is trying to hide it from her but is using it to get her money. I I, I actually like that theory. I think that would be an interesting theory. On the side of all this, Valentina's doing terrible shit to Isabella. She's oh my God. moving yeah. her best friend out to the pool and, her, and that guy's like, what the fuck? Why? Why? And then she is just harassing Isabella over and over again. She does let Mia play a song or two and that's because Mia came on to her and was like, "Where are you a uh, lesbian? I'd like to have sex with you. And Valentina's yeah. like, all of a sudden, you can play let, songs. Let me sing. <laughs> Let me sing for sex. You know what? At the beginning of this, I said a lot of things didn't happen. Just more resolutions came to be. A lot of dramatic upheaval that isn't leading to a even bigger ramp up. After saying all those words, I was wrong. Lots of shit happened. Yeah, there's a lot that happened this episode. I think next episode, it's going to fall. Like th- these pillars are going to start to fall over. And we're really going to start to see people's, I guess, motives, intentions. nature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but like I said, only only two episodes left, which is I di- I didn't realize it was so short. I thought it was ten, but it's not. So we have two episodes to wrap up three storylines. Mm-hmm. A penultimate episode coming up. Yeah. Will Greg come back? Yeah, I think he'll be back. Will Tanya be allowed to leave the house, or will they oh keep trying to keep her there? Will yeah. Harper and Cameron bang? Will Ethan and Cameron fight? What will Daphne do in the middle of all? Is her trainer real? Well, we Are, know what da- we know. Kind of how Daphne ends up. She's on the beach at the first episode, on the beach, chilling, saying it's our last day here. We're leaving. It's been amazing. You're gonna love it. So she's been kind of blind this entire time to everything that's happening. So I, I don't think we're gonna see much more from her. In terms of character development. Will Albie white knight his way into getting murdered by a pimp? I kind of hope so. Will Dominic's hubris come back to haunt him? Will Bert fall down a flight of stairs and crack (laughs) his goddamn head open and die? As much as I love those actors, don't care about them very much. No, not really. Uh, They are the least interesting storyline at the moment. Although Albie getting into a fight with his scrawny little arms against a very tall Italian man, I'd like to see him get the shit kicked out of him yeah it'd be interesting to watch yeah so all of that coming up in the next two episodes who will die who will be betrayed was it incest or was it not 
incest. <laughs> that's a great setup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. And, and that's the end. What was this episode called? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't dicks. have it up. That's Amore, baby. Oh, 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 oh that's right. That's Amore. Because Mia sang that song, and it honestly wasn't that good. When the moon hit. No, she's not a very good singer. I thought she was better. No, so, so she was great in that first song that she sang that we hear her sing. Mm-hmm. But when you sing That's Amore, it's so generic Italian song, and you always equate it to like a kitschy movie or something With so a it, big pizza pie <laughs> exactly. that's uh james hetfield doing <laughs> yeah. that some more yeah pizza pie <laughs> 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 <laughs>